0: Okay. Yeah. Pump day. We're closing in on the end of the year. Got the holiday spirit going. I'm actually drinking a peppermint coffee right now. So yeah, I'm I in. Love, I'm, I, love, <laughs> I, love,
1: I love pumpkin. So I'm all
0: in on this time of year. The Whole Foods <laughs> order came in uh, yesterday or Monday and I'm, you know, putting all the groceries away and I pull out this peppermint. It's an almond, it's an almond creamer, almond milk creamer peppermint flavored, zero sugar. I looked at Gabby and was like, we got ourselves a little treat, do we? Beautiful, man. I, I, I love think it
1: because you have to find reminders of the holiday season here because, you know, 80 degrees, it's really kind of hard to get in the mood.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be in the 50s this weekend, though. We got heavy rain last night. Heavy, oh, it changed already? It changed, it changed already. We're
1: not going to get as cold as we thought.
0: You know? so,
1: <laughs> it'll be cooler. It'll be cooler. Um, we have to shout out the huddlers who joined yesterday. What a phenomenal job. Um, Laura and her husband, right to the head of the class. I mean, that is just some... Real power coupling stuff going on there. Double G posted and got a ton of traction on his post.
0: It was great to see all of them take it and share it and, and, and see how many people it then inspired the word of the year conversation from oh, I've done that exercise before, or oh, this is a really great concept. So just awesome to see the way it spread like wildfire yesterday. I so, got
1: this 29 in Kansas City. Ouch. That's too cold. So, I actually had the chance to speak to, I do that monthly meeting at Profi. And so I was was there and I did all of the word exercises, all of the question exercises. And they, I mean, they had 15 people in their management team who were lit up by it. Conversations were going around, talking about it, what it means, and how, you know, one girl, uh, one lady, her uh, word was whoop. Um, and she had found whoop in the puzzle. I, I put up the puzzle and people were finding. And so it was W O O P was in that grid. <laughs> and I said, Well, what does that mean to you? And she described it perfectly, you know? So uh, it's really cool stuff.
0: Cool. I she said whoop, ass. she <laughs> said whoop <laughs> ass. And she said whoop whoop, like cheering. Oh, I, oh, like celebrate, like cheer. Like I love oh, it. Yeah. That's whoop, whoop. Awesome. And I'm going to whoop oh, ass. The, the, the old Ar- Arsenio Hall. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Right? Like, you're dating yourself. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I'm
1: cultured. What saying? do you want me to tell you? I'm cultured. What, what are the chances of Arsenio Hall being mentioned? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you never know what you happens know. on the Noodleberg Daily uh,
1: Last night um, was, uh, I, I know Chris White is here, uh, United Way celebrated um, a division of... of community within United Way called the Tocqueville Society. Um, It is uh, special donors. I am thrilled to be part of that group. Uh, There's Chris. He was wearing a badass jacket. I mean, the mother looked unreal. Um, But over to the right, you see Kathleen with uh, Lisa Lutoff-Perlo. You've heard me talk about her. She's the CEO of Celebrity Cruises. I am blessed to call her a friend. She's done my uh, boot. uh, She's done my podcast. But she opened up her home last night to this party, and it was great. I mean, uh, you know, some icons of the community. Keith Koenig was there. Um, you saw and, uh, Andy Cagnetta was there. His wife actually chairs that group. Uh, they are the most philanthropic people ever. They're busy every night doing Unreal. something with giving back. Unreal. So uh, it really did get you in the holiday spirit. The, uh, she collects nutcrackers and Santa clauses. And oh wow!
0: Just so, so a Nutcracker collection?
1: There was a whole Nutcracker collection. That was like being in a museum,
0: you know? Right? Yeah,
1: that's super cool, amazing. And then she had it catered by one of the ships. One of the chefs designed the menu and did it. And like I'm talking about, like pork belly, um, uh, short ribs. I mean, some right. unbelievable, unbelievable food. So shout out to United Way for all you do. Shout out to Kathleen Cannon. Um, Shay, go back to that picture, because I do want to shout out, um, look at me and Helen, man. Helen dazzled.
0: Yes, yeah, you night. guys look fantastic. Yeah,
1: so it was uh, it was super fun, super great, um, and really did uh, get us in the spirit. So uh, let's wake this thing up, because we've got a fun show. I'm going to ask you if you know what the word gray
0: rocking means. We're going to learn gray about it. If you know what gray rocking means, put it in the comments while we go to music. Right, okay. Let's wake this thing up, let's go. Wake up.
1: You just never know who's going to show up in the huddle. Uh, our friend Natalia's here. If uh, for those of you who remember, she's the energy girl, the energy she's the coach. coach. She's the energy coach. So great to see you. Where in the world is Natalia? Because she is either in Madrid or Barcelona <laughs> or France or who, who knows. But well, let, let us know, know where you're at. Got you know, just crazy, crazy stuff. On a sad note, uh, Dave Phillips, David Phillips brings it up. Um, incredible Mike Leach
0: gone. Um, yeah. And if, if you, if you know people that worked with Mike Leach, so if, for anybody who doesn't have any clue who Mike Leach is, Mike Leach was a very revolutionary football coach. He was actually an attorney an in attorney. his career first and then left being his career as an attorney to go be a football coach and revolutionize the spread, no huddle up-tempo offense And anybody who's ever known him or worked for him regards him as one of the smartest and most curious individuals that they had ever been around. So the outpouring of love that has happened for him is uh, is is unbelievable to see. And, you know, it just it's sad. It's just so sad because he was doing great things at Mississippi State. And he was just one of those humans that always gave you a great soundbite. And you talk about legacy the way people talk about
1: him in in death or talk about his life what he left behind um he was fun he was interesting he was innovative you know so you think about you know what your brand is he's a shining example of what you know he left behind he lived it he breathed it so uh yeah um, condolences to mike leach and his family um moving on to gray rocking we have some smart people in the uh in the huddle i know J- so Shay spelled it wrong thank you <laughs> You EY, thank you. EY. Pay attention to what I send you. Um, so Paul Rushton and Jamie Tribble get it right. It is the technique used to divert a toxic person's behavior. So it's not only toxic. Um, and let me see what- uh, It's
0: really just anybody that you don't want to have a conversation. Yeah,
1: it's exactly right. Um, <laughs> so, there, so it's not toxic traits. There I mean, are just certain, toxic traits. It could be. And we talk about this all the time avoiding energy vampires we know that there are energy vampires there are narcissists there's all kinds of people and so gray rocking g-r-e-y is named after an object that people find boring the concept is that when someone you are looking to avoid is in and avoid interacting with you you become like a gray rock make yourself as uninteresting or dull as possible so You know, in my quest for research and learning new words, I'm constantly uncovering this. And I was like, first of all, I didn't know that there was a name or a technique to do it. Right. It It is finesse. I usually, like in the first two sentences... People get this the drift that I don't want to be there. You
0: know so. that's not gray rocking. No. No. <laughs> that, that would, would be, be the opposite of gray rocking. What that would mean, be like red rocking. <laughs> <So it's over. laughs>
1: like,
0: boom, screaming at you like <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> Just, you suck. So like friend. there is like a technique prior to that too. Like when you know that you want to avoid that person, but you see them at like the corner of your eye in the room. You know, putting on that like oblivious kind of look to yourself and like, you know, getting into your phone or like totally trying to avoid just entering into that conversation is a technique that I think everybody has done at some point in their lives. Cause, you know, you're like, I just really don't wanna talk to that person. I found it
1: fascinating that somebody named it. And I can say this candidly I don't wanna be boring to anybody. I wanna, I'm okay letting you know that I'm not interested in pursuing this dialogue. You know, I can't right. dialogue with everybody. You know, there was a lot of people last night there last night. I didn't dialogue with everybody, you know, gave a hi, a hello, whatever, but I'm not going deep with anybody that I don't really want to go deep with. And people could call me any name they want, but I value my time. And, and right. so so that's course, where
0: it's funny. I, I that like the people feel the responsibility to carry the the conversation when people gather in those kinds of settings, you know, like, Hey, you see somebody, you get together and you're like, Hey, good to see you. And then somebody usually feels the obligation to like, for, you don't have to though. You could just say, you know what? It's really great to see you. And I'm good. I'm out of here. I'm going to move spots. I'm going to do whatever else. But like, you know, I, I, to me, it's almost a waste of time to sit there and exactly. pretend to be curious or pretend to be interested in having that conversation just to do it.
1: I find it disingenuous, but it is. Uh, there's Casey coming up with and then learning to say no. Like you know, to your point, it's okay. Hey, great seeing you. Have a great night. Dismiss. Right. You right. Know? So there is a finesse to you know. Hey, enjoy yourself. Go. You know, get out of here. But there are leeches. There are people that hang on because there's other people coming up to me and they want to meet the people that are coming up to me. And I'm like, um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's where you got to move. That's where you got to like, see some, you got to have the move of like, Oh, I got to go say hello to them. And you (laughs) move location, which offers you the opportunity to sever ties. Just to close
1: the loop on that. Here's the funny thing is that, you know, going virtual and working virtually has avoided lots of things. Um, It's avoided for me having to deal with a gatekeeper. It's avoided those uncomfortable conversations in a setting where I don't wanna be. Anybody that was there that was worth talking to, I've already been talking to. I didn't need to be there to talk like Lisa, great, thank you, welcome in your home. It was a nice event, but the people I wanna talk to, I'm deliberate about talking to them virtually. So anyway, interesting. But wouldn't you know, Natalia brings up the, the most healthy word, I think, which is boundaries, Yeah, you, know, you know, cause you go to these events and someone's right up in your grill, you know, exactly. like, Hey, how you doing? Like, Whoa, listen, man, I, I can smell what you had for breakfast, man. <laughs> so uh, no motivational music today. Cause I decided to go with, you know, all this thinking about what we're going to do next year, all of this incredible thought process, you know, dug deep in the archives and wouldn't you know, Nancy Stelway sent me this, And it reminded me, it's one of my favorites as well. Look at um, the
0: first ad for Apple. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. But the only thing you can't do is ignore them. Because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Boy, they hit that on the head way back. It was like 20 years, 30 years ago. I mean, like, when did that come out? It was late 80s, early 90s? Um, actually, earlier than that. I think it was like late. Yeah, it's like early 80s, I think. Um,
1: wow. But Steve Jobs unpacks where that came from. This was his second shot at Apple. He had been fired from his own company, got brought back. He was there about 10 weeks. And he said, we are going to campaign not about products, but about who we are. Oh God, Think different is an unbelievable, anybody who picks that for next year, you're already challenged yourself to get better. I mean, you're going to get, because you can think differently. Don't accept yep. what you think. Our brains are programmed to keep us safe, keep us comfortable. Nothing happens in comfortable. It all happens in uncomfortable. So I find him amazing. And speaking of uncomfortable, you know, the end of the year is a time for reflection and review and all of that stuff. So I decided (laughs) that I would pull some questions and put Mark Make me
0: uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Make him uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) Good. I'm excited to be uncomfortable in front of everybody this morning. It's, it's good, man. This is neat. So uh, here it's we not go. not often that I get uncomfortable on the uh, daily huddle, you know? There may be a comment what? or something that makes me uncomfortable, but here we go. Now we've got a whole section devoted
1: to it. Here we it. go. What productive activities do you spend time doing for no other reason than they make you happy?
0: what productive activities do I spend time doing for now? I will tell years? you, Bill
1: Gates has recommended asking yourself a version of this question as well. This is a 1000000000 it's, it's gotta be
0: working out. Like, like I I, it makes me legitimately happy. Like I, I feel different. I love the process of working out. Like I like feeling like I'm getting stronger or feeling like I've got some more athleticism or, uh, to me, that is something that I do because it, yes, it's productive, but I do it because I really enjoy being active. I don't enjoy running. That, that I'll never enjoy.
1: I think part of that question pushes you to, you know, that, what do you do? What do you like and what you don't like? I actually like that. Right. And number two, what traits and values do the people you most admire have in common?
0: Discipline. Oh. Easy, easy, easy first one is discipline, Um, clarity, I would say, people that seem to be very decisive about what they do and how they do it. So discipline, clarity, passion, obviously, or energy. I think, you know, people that are able to convey what they do or how they do it or why they do what they do with a passion. Um, I'd say those are the top three. I would say discipline, clarity, and and energy. He gets right
1: down to it. (laughs)
0: it (laughs) 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 That's right, right, Hayden. I love that.
1: Um, Perfect. Okay. Um, This is uh, very intuitive. Um, How would you most like someone to describe you?
0: Impactful. I think throughout my life, whether it be as a kid, whether it be early in my career or where I'm at now, I think if, if everybody that I ever touched said that I made an impact in their life somehow, some way, then that would be the ultimate uh, compliment or the ultimate way that I would want to be described. And there's some yeah. great, like, I, I don't want to skip past this. Like there are people engaging in, in, the, in the comments about the things that they, the traits they admire of, of other people, integrity, uh, vulnerability, respect and energy, sense of humor, all really strong qualities. And, and Shout I love
1: out that. To, uh, Mr. Split for showing us, uh, for showing up today. Yeah, uh,
0: good to see you, Kevin.
1: Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Sense of humor is a doozy. You know, it uh, you, you can't forcefully be funny. You, right. you just have to have, and I, I call that wit. You know, yeah, like I know I'm around people who are witty and I, like Jerry Latrento
0: is witty. Well, dumb you know? funny is not funny to me anymore. Dumb funny
1: is stupid.
0: Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> not anymore, anyway. Like yeah, I get much was- more out of a conversation who has really high intelligence comedy. That to me is, you know, I could sit with you for hours.
1: Uh, <laughs> these questions are so great. What do you what do you most look forward to? Each
0: day, I know the answer to that, I think. I don't think you know the answer to this. Do you know the answer to this? What would you say the answer is? It would be picking up your baby. Uh, yeah, so waking him up. So now we have yeah. a new routine where I'm responsible for his morning. Seven <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Well done. Yeah. Seven yeah. o'clock in the morning, waking him up, getting him out of his crib, uh, feeding him his bottle and getting a half hour of playtime with him is, is seven to 7.30 is the best.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is such a gift to be able to do that. Um, All the time. So great. Um, What things do you only do because it makes other people validate you?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say part of that is probably my social media content. Uh, I think, you know, my personal brand, I do because I enjoy to write. But also it's about the validation from my peers and going back to what I said, the one way I would want to be described is make an impact. I hope that that's what that does. So I think, you know, part of me putting myself out there every day is trying to make an impact and hoping that in some way I get validated by my peers.
1: That's a wonderful answer. I mean, because you know, one of the things I learned early on in social media is you ever, never know who's watching. Right. And, uh, you know, more often than not, I would run into somebody and they go, Hey, like a month ago, you posted something or said something that really helped me through a hard time or whatever. And I'm like, right. Wow. <laughs> so You know, I, I agree with you. I am posting and sharing all the time, which was the biggest bridge for me back then. It was like, people said, Hey, just give away, you know, all your shit. And I was like, what are you
0: talking about? It's, well, you so, know, and I, talking I think it? I want to be clear on what the validate, the validation is not through likes and comments. The right. validation is through that. When I see somebody and they're like, Oh, how's the baby? How's Gabby? They know what's going on in my life. That's validation. When I go to a, a, a fireside chat event and somebody walks up to me saying, I enjoy reading your post every morning that's the validation. I don't even know that that person's reading it. They never even like it or comment on it or anything, but they see it every day and they look forward to doing it every day. That's the validation. It's not the engagement on the post. So
1: by the way, just uh, this LinkedIn user who still hasn't changed, their name is Ginger.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Ginger. Hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're showing up as a LinkedIn user. Um, we have time for one more question. So let me pick one here uh, that really works. What did you like doing when you were younger that you've lost touch with? Reconnecting with these is a great way to fight back against burnout. So what, what would that be?
0: Um, Playing sports. I mean, there's just, there's no other like, and that's the thing I think I miss about the football career is that you're in the sport. There's a win, there's a loss, there's daily practice. Sport is sport and you could try to recreate it as much as you want. And I think we do a very good job of bringing that kind of element to business but there's nothing like playing a game. There's nothing like having a real scoreboard at the end of a game and, you know, playing Joy. the scenarios in it. So Joy, man. Joy goes right for climbing, climbing trees. trees. <laughs> so, Joy, get back to doing that. Get yourself in a tree. I want to see a picture of you in a tree. <laughs>
1: well, there's so much simulation in life. You can find something that simulates rock climbing, tree climbing, all that kind of stuff. Um, it is... Really, really fascinating. So, and then uh, I think we're done. Yeah, I mean, we really don't have time. We're up, but uh, hopefully, you
0: enjoyed being in the hot seat, my son. I was uncomfortable, but it worked. It was great.
1: (laughs) We take the same questions and ask. I think
0: we flip it, so you're. That's kind of unfair because you're going to be prepared for them. You're not going to be as uncomfortable. Well, why don't you do this? As I was,
1: why don't you come
0: up with your own questions? I like that. Tomorrow, we will put you in the hot seat for. Uh, year-end review wrap-up questions for Steve Nudelberg.
1: I love that. It's pretty cool. Then we'll close out this uh, unbelievable year with some uh, uh, Friday funny stuff. We'll talk about shit that's going on, that things that make you go, hmm. And then uh, we take a break. So uh, we we'll will see you all tomorrow. Year. Thanks for sharing. Natalia, thanks for coming all the way from Barcelona. Paul from London. We're global, baby.
0: Let's go, please. Don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave
1: this. So let's get down, let's get down to business.
0: Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more.